All right, everybody ready? Here we go. All right, we're going to go back to Mark 2. Hopefully, we can finish it up this morning. Well, we can finish up the whole confusion and back and forth with with Abathor and uh, Ahimelech. Hopefully, we can finish that part of it. The rest of the, the, chap, the verse, obviously, there's a host of issues, that whole segment that we have to deal with. Did David actually break the law? What, why is Jesus using that story? What is he trying to accomplish? And if I, if I continue on, we, we, we've been using a paper from a seminary. And when you continue on in their argumentation about it, it becomes really bizarre, and, I, and I'm still trying to understand what they do. They, they almost make an argument that what happens there in Mark is done on purpose to try to make some kind of crystal, crystallological argument about the identity of Christ and connecting Christ with David. It's really convoluted. Like you can read, like there's like three paragraphs before they even really try to explain what they're saying. And after you read those three paragraphs, you're like, okay, you used a lot of words and I still don't understand what you're trying to say. But I'm going to try to take that one apart and then put that together. So we're going to use something much simpler today that I think will at least try to answer some more questions. So let's go through this. If you have your notes, let's go through all the possible explanations to Mark 2.26 and why... Abiathar is referred to as the high priest. When we go to 1 Samuel, we realize it's not Abiathar, it's, it's Ahimelech. What are all of our possible options that we've come up to at this point? What was number one? I'll, I'll go all the way back to the very first. Jesus made a mistake. Okay, yeah, Jesus made a mistake. All right, number two? Mark made a mistake. Everybody, everybody remember those? You may be saying them in a different way, but this is the way we initially kind of just summarized them. Jesus made the mistake. Mark made the mistake. Both of those we cannot accept because to accept those would require us to do what? We, we would just leave, right? We would all just go home, right? We're like, just like, there's no point in being here. It's just over. It's done. Let's go home. All right, so we know we can't go with those two possibilities unless we throw out Christianity, all right? And why, why if Mark got it wrong, why would we, that would throw out Christianity? It goes to, because he would be the original author. This would destroy the doctrine of inspiration, okay? Everybody understands that, all right? Number three. Okay, number three is one of those where we may not be able to answer everything, but here's what we do know, right? Here's what we do know. And what do we know? Well, we think we can be able to establish the following things. Number one, Abiathar was a priest. Number two, he was alive at that time, right? Was there anything else we added to that? And he does become a high priest, all right. So those three things are true. So when you take those three things and then go back to Mark 2.26, what becomes really the issue with Mark 2.26? When we take those three things. Yeah. Now, the only word then that becomes a problem is the word high, right? Because in the time of is not a problem, correct? 
priest is not a problem, so it's just the word high becomes the issue. Now, I'm not saying that that it makes everything go away. It just, it just has a way of reducing all of the controversy surrounding it. Does that make sense? It's like, okay, wait, so we're, we're going we're gonna to have all of our issue is going to come down to the inclusion of one word high because everything else stated in that verse is accurate. In fact, what does Mark 2.26 not say that we, we remember we, we spent a lot of time pointing out what it doesn't say. Yeah, it does not say that David spoke to Abiathar, interacted with him, or asked Abiathar for the, for the showbread. Or didn't ask, demand the showbread. It, it, doesn't incl- it doesn't say that. It just says that this event occurred during the time of Abiathar, the high priest. Right. So, so that kind of just helps us take a deep breath. So that's why, that's why we spent the time building that one, because that was very important. All right, number four. That the only thing that was going on here is Jesus simply was referring to Abiathar by the highest honorary title that he would, want, he would have. And that, that's all he was doing here. There's nothing more to see. There's no controversy. Okay? Do we like that one? Stacy likes it. Yeah, it's possible, but then you would think, well, in other words, we're dealing with God. So that, that kind of makes it a little, that makes me a little uneasy. You're like, well, God would be, I think, a little bit more accurate. So, all right, next. Okay, okay, the problem, and just remember how we built this one, all right? This one is built on some very important concepts here, right? This is the idea that Mark was the source for whom? Matthew and Luke. Matthew and Luke, when they record this story, what do they completely leave out? Abiathar. They don't even mention him. He's not even mentioned in it. I mean, that's a big thing. They didn't just leave out the word high. They didn't even mention him in any way, shape, or form. So what questions does this begin to raise? Well, if Mark was the source, why would they not include this? And so, and I understand that in all the Gospels, there's things that can be included, but they, they have the exact account. They just leave out that name. So this begins to tell, or at least give an idea, that there's a possibility that in the original of Mark, it was not there. All right? That, that's at least the claim. All right? And so the argument is, is that, in a, that in a copying of Mark at some later time, someone included it. And so therefore it's a mistake. Now does that destroy inspiration? Because the original would have been okay. So now I know it takes a little bit of faith here and we have to I understand it doesn't it's not perfect, but that's the basic argument there. We're not going to go through all of it again, all right? Next. Okay, in the days in the days, do we, do we restrict this meaning or do we, can we widen it to include in the days of Abiathar the high priest that this in the days of means that this event occurred in a, in a time period that involved Abiathar becoming high priest? Or do you say in the days of means like within 24 to 48 hours of David asking for the showbread? And we were, di- we were able to demonstrate that the phrase can be used in a restrictive way, but it can also seem to be used very bro- broadly. This one, 
It's somewhat, I mean, that, that one kind of works in a sense that you're, you don't have, you, it's not a translation issue, it's not a transmission issue, it's not an issue of Jesus not being 100% accurate, it's just using a kind of a, just say, a common use of language, right? Because we can say in the days of and can include lots of things. It can be, right. Yeah, sometimes in the days of can refer to someone's entire life. You're absolutely right. So therefore, in the days of Abiathar the high priest, well, in his lifetime, he becomes high priest. So I, I like this one a lot. I, I think this one is, is, works pretty good because uh, it, there's nothing. We don't have to change anything. We just got to understand the phrase, right? All right, next. Okay. This one goes to the concept that the Mark was originally written in Aramaic, and the original Aramaic, it wasn't there. Now, ultimately, I, 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 to me, this just creates more problems, because then you go, well, where was the Aramaic? Here's what it, this really goes back to the other solution that we've offered, which is, it wasn't in the original because Matthew and Luke didn't reference it. So it doesn't matter if the original was in Aramaic or if it was in Greek. So really, I don't know why we want to go to the whole Aramaic issue. That just seems to create more problems because you'd have to then prove the existence of the Aramaic. And if we don't have, like, that just leads to so many problems. Sorry. So next. Okay. Okay, yes. This becomes, uh, well, We'll work a little bit on this one today. All right? And I think that was it. Okay, yeah, that Jesus was kind of just offering a commentary here, and he wasn't trying to be super exact. All right. Now, again, once again, that, I don't like that one either, either, but these are all the possible concepts. Well, in the middle of doing all of this, I wanted to continue on in the seminary paper, but they get... Wow, I just, I can't even explain where they go. So instead of doing that, Stacy sent me a text with an article uh, dealing with this whole subject, offering some solutions, all right? And I did find another article with, uh, I guess in a roundabout way, offering a different kind of solution. So I've got two different articles. We'll see. One of them I included in the YouVersion uh, Bible app, so you can uh, look at it there if you want, and we'll just work through it together and we'll see if we agree or disagree. So is everybody ready? All right. We've offered lots of solutions yet. Yeah, agreed? That's about nine. Okay. And out of the nine, let's just take a quick vote. Which one do you feel most comfortable with? Which one? Three or four? Okay. Okay. Three and four. Which And three was what we do know, right? And four was... Highest possible title, okay. Now, nobody's a big fan of In the Days Of. Yeah, okay. Three, four, and six. I just like In the Days Of because it doesn't require any... Like, if you take three, those are all things we do know. And if you take six, broaden the, the meaning of In the Days Of, not a problem. And we don't have to deal with Textual issues, transmission issues. We don't have to deal with Jesus not being accurate. Because in the days of, I mean, I think that's a good, I think it would be interesting if we did a, uh, 
Maybe we'll come back to it at some point. Just go through the Bible and find every time the phrase in the days of is used. But I think it, I think it, that's pretty, would you agree that a lot of times it is used to describe someone's like entire life? Yeah. So that, that would really eliminate so many other problems, right? Okay, now, I, I, let, well, let's, let's just work on this. All right, so um, I don't even know, where did you uh, find this that you sent me? Yeah, there you go. See, I, I, I'm preaching and she's on Google. Okay, here I see. See how that works? See, I'm teaching and someone's Googling. That's, uh, that's, that's, I probably did not. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Looking for an alternative. I am not liking this. I'm going to get on Google. <laughs> I'm, and everybody just starts putting in headphones, putting on headphones. And I'm just sitting here going, okay, so everybody's listening to someone else. All right. Okay, I understand that, okay. All right, so you were Googling during the middle of a sermon, and you found this, and you thought this was better than what I was saying. Okay, all right. So we're going to look at the alternative that was chosen over my trying to get us here, all right? I think Sarah is looking up Google as well. What are you looking up? No, the phrase in the days of Okay. 13 times. Okay, and do you see any... But it's very general talking about their life. So, so Robert, that's, yeah, yeah, so that's a good job. Robert did a good job pointing that out because if we can broaden it, I think, I think it's very fair to say we can broaden it, right? So, all right. So let's now see, but we maybe, maybe we should just stop there and say, hey, we, we, we found something, let's just not push it, but we'll, we'll at least go through this, all right? Is that, does that work? All right. Since this got chosen over me during my sermon. Okay. It is called, was Ahimelech or Abiathar the high priest? Right. Some argue that the Bible is contradictory concerning whether Ahimelech or Abiathar was the high priest. The argument is that 1 Samuel 21.1, and everybody can make sure they look, can look that up, says that Ahimelech was the high priest, but Mark 2.26 says that Abiathar was the high priest. However, there are at least two reasonable explanations that solve this alleged contradiction in the Bible. Now, I'm just going to stop right here because this stuff... Well, yeah, you just realized we've come up with nine, okay? And we're, we have, we're not even done with all the possible ones. What, what drives me crazy so much in, in Christian literature, whenever someone throws out that there's a contradiction or there's a problem, they always act like, this, it's no big deal. They, they, these are two possible solutions that solve it. Well, why does it take two possible ones if it solves it? Wouldn't one solve it? Right? But it, sometimes it's okay to acknowledge that we may not have a good answer. Now, I think out of our nine... If we put the ones together, I think we've done a relatively decent job. I think we've done a rel- relatively decent job. But let's see what they come up with. Do you think they're going to include any of ours? All right. So first they want us to look at the scriptures. All right. So everybody can have 1 Samuel 21.1 open. All right. For, I'm going to read it in the translation they provide. All right. Then David came to Nob, to Ahimelech the priest, and Ahimelech came to meet David, trembling, and said unto him, 
why are you alone and no one with you? Right? Please note, who does, who does he come to? David comes to? Ahimelech. All right. Mark 2.26. How he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar, the high priest, and ate the bread of the presence, is how it's described in this translation, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him. Mark 2.26. Okay. The answer. Everybody ready? There are at least two reasonable explanations that solve this alleged contradiction. Number one. Ahimelech was a regular priest, while Abiathar was the high priest. Ahimelech was the regular priest. Abiathar was the high priest. Wow, that one... Okay. All right. So we, we've done a little. We've done a lot of work on this, and I don't think we, we we've not have we stumbled across anything that would say that Abiathar was the high priest at the time. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm having somewhat of. A, let's see what they do to prove it. All right. I, I kind of want to just revert back and kind of go back to all the things we've looked at, but let's just see what they how they explain it. All right. Everybody ready? Ahimelech was a regular priest while Abiathar was the high priest. It may be significant that 1 Samuel 21.1 says Ahimelech the priest and Mark 2.26 says Abiathar the high priest. All right, that's kind of, it may be significant. I, I think it would be significant. Okay, let's see where they go in with this. All right, here we go. It is very possible that Abiathar was high priest at the time, and Ahimelech was a priest, but not the high priest. Now, do they offer any, any proof here? Okay. Yeah, but that, I guess, so I guess their argument is this. Look at, go to, if you have your Bible open still, 1 Samuel 21.1, I'm going to look at it. I, I'm a little taken back by this one, okay? 1 Samuel 21, 1. Then, David to, uh, then came David to Nob to Ahimelech the priest. What they're saying is, please note that 1 Samuel 21 does not call Ahimelech what? High priest, but Mark 2, 26. That would be, yeah, you would have to look at every time someone is mentioned as a high priest, are they always referred to as high priest or just priest? Yeah, that, um, okay, go ahead. Did you answer for me last week because I have forgotten, but I asked the question, where does, where is a Himalayan called the high priest? Because if you look it up in the Bible dictionary or all these commentaries okay. right away, they're like, a Himalayan was the high, high priest. priest. All right, so let's do this. Let's look up Ahimelech. Let's do this. Let's at least test it. I know this is not the most fun stuff, but it's very important. All right, let's do this. Look up Ahimelech. Well, uh, let's not. I, we need to look it up in a concordance. 
Yeah. We need to look up every reference to Ahimelech. We need to look up every reference to Ahimelech. Bible dictionary is just going to straight up tell you he's high priest. I don't, but I don't think it ever tells us when. Remember we, remember we worked on this trying to find scripture that said when they were anointed as the high priest, remember? And we had lots of issues trying to figure this out, right? So let's, let's work on this, okay? Let's go, uh, how many times is Ahimelech mentioned? 15 times, okay, this won't take us long, all right? Where's the first one? First time he's mentioned is 1 Samuel 21.1. That is absolutely horrific in trying to prove anything. Right? Does everybody understand how, why that's difficult? Right. So, do you see, but you see why this is a problematic? If the first time he's mentioned is here, right? We have no history. So, why? Okay, let's, let's, let's try to use a logical argument here. Okay, let's go, go to 1 Samuel 21.1. Everyone go to 1 Samuel 21.1. Well, I'm going to do this. All right, we're going we're gonna to play detective here. All right, go to 1 Samuel 21.1. All right, everybody looking at it? All right, 1 Samuel 21.1. I need everyone at 1 Samuel 21.1. Okay, all right. Now, everyone look at that verse. Forget this entire argument. Forget Abiathar, forget... Bible contradictions, forget everything, right? You walk into hermeneutics class and, and uh, you look at 1 Samuel 21.1 and I say, based off that verse, what proof would you give me on, from that verse alone that Ahimelech is the high priest? Okay, he's the priest that's named. We're just taking the evidence from this, okay? But let's go from a thing. David comes to where? Nob. And he enters the... Does first, does first Samuel say where he enters or no? Just comes to Nob, okay? To Ahimelech. But he tells him to give him the... Would he go to a normal priest to ask for the showbread? Or would he go to the high priest? You think he would go to the man in command. All right? So there would be an argument there that he would be the high priest because David comes to him for the showbread. Oh, it could have been. But I'm just saying, you think that possibly the, the one you're going to ask for the showbread, you think the other priest would be like, I don't have the authority or power. Why are you asking me? Okay? Right? It would be like if, I mean, you know, in the military, someone comes and asks me, hey, can we do this in the hospital? You, you, why are you asking me? You've got to ask the commander. I'm not in charge of the hospital. Right? So you think, agreed? I mean, I think that's a normal way of, of working. So is there anything else there? What happened? After he asked Ahimelech for the bread, what happens? Or he doesn't ask. I, I got to stop saying that. He demands it. Okay, David, David doesn't really ask. Okay, but what does Ahimelech do? It may be the next verse. Right? See, there's no common bread under my hand, but there's hallowed bread under my hand, seeming to say somehow under my authority. Okay, well, yeah, we'll get into that whole mess, okay? Ahimelech gives him the bread. 
That seems to indicate to me high priestly authority. Do, do you agree or disagree? Because this argument is that, no, 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 Abarthor was really the high priest. So you're saying Ahimelech basically was doing what the high, why, I mean, put it this way. Let's think about this logically. Ahimelech and Abiathar, if, if we understand it correctly, will we say they are related? Okay, so, so in other words, there's a, probably a good chance that let's say Ahimelech's there. He's not the high priest. You think he could have said, wait, wait, David, David, I need to go ask my son, <laughs> who the high priest. You think he would have, who he, there, there would have been some kind of clarification for what he was about to do because he's doing something that supposedly is what? Unlawful. All right? Now, so there's reference one. You've got 14 others. Yeah, he gives him the sword of Goliath. He just like, he acting like he's in charge of everything. Like, right? He gives him uh, Goliath's sword. He gives him the showbread. I mean, what in the world? And then when, hey, when Saul, is it Saul who shows up? When Saul shows up. Who does Saul confront? Why wouldn't he ask for the high priest? <laughs> right. So, so that means anyone in those, that, that very, that's important. It's never mentioned in 1st or 2nd Samuel. So that means anyone mentioned, you would have a hard, no one is called high priest. You have to go with the context. Remember, that's how you always prove your point. Everything in this story shows who's in charge. Ahimelech. Who's held responsible? What, what happens to Ahimelech? He's killed. <laughs> All right. That would be a pretty good idea that who, he's not, I don't know how they can just argue. Hey, this is easy. It's easy. Abiathar was really the high priest. What are you talking about? Well, what is it? And that's what Stacy was using as the alternative for my preaching. Okay, yeah. Well, look, everyone heard what happened. You, okay, you were listening to other things while I was preaching, okay? I want you to know what she chose over me, okay? That is a horrible argument. Does any, or unless, is someone else really enamored by this and think it's an amazing argument? And, and you know why I know it's a poor argument? They offer no art. They do nothing to even try to support it. You've got the notes in front of you. What do they say? It's one little paragraph. It may be significant that 1 Samuel says Ahimelech the priest and Mark 2.26 says Abiathar the high priest. It is very possible that Abiathar was the high, was high priest at the time and Ahimelech, and Ahimelech was a priest, but not the high priest. That's all they offer. If you, if you have stumbled upon the answer, you're not going to have a paragraph that small. You're going you're gonna to go into all the details. You're going to lay out. And what did I do? I just went to 1 Samuel, and then what did I have you do? Go through the context, and what did we find? How many different pieces of evidence did we find that would indicate that Ahimelech was probably the high priest? David goes to him. Ahimelech says, I don't have all I have under my hand is hollowed bread. He gives the bread. Not only that, he gives David the sword. Like he's acting like he's in charge. And then when Saul shows up, you think he would be like, where's the high priest? 
He doesn't call for Abiathar. He, he, okay. A high tub, yeah. One of the sons. Right. Exactly. Thing. And the fact that high priest is not used anywhere in First or Second Samuel means there's no. Then it would be it would be it would be out of the norm to refer to the priest as the high priest in First Samuel. It seems. All right. So this argument is garbage. You can write it down. You can write it down, but you need to write something next to it that this is garbage. This is this one just kind of ticks me off because this one is not even attempting to even be remotely honest with the text. And this is the kind of thing when we were when I was reviewing sermons on Mark three that by the time I got done reviewing sermons, I got so frustrated because this is how it's handled in most churches. It's like we're not going to actually deal with the problem. I mean, what is that? Nobody sitting in a, a pew should accept that, right? Is, is everybody? Is everyone as bothered by this one as I am? I'm really bothered by this one because it's trying to use scripture to prove a point that the scriptures do not prove. In fact, I will argue that the scriptures prove what? The opposite of what they're claiming. That all the context there shows that Ahimelech was, put it this way, he definitely was acting as high priest. Would you agree? All right. So that one is horrible. That one is horrible. Right. So just meaning, which means what? That obviously you could refer to the high priest as priest. Which then, you know, oh, this is important. Do you think that fact destroys the argument that Jesus was referring to uh, Abiathar by his highest title? If even in the Old Testament they didn't even bother doing that? All right, so everyone, everyone say shame on Stacy for going to this while I was preaching, okay? But the answer, and the, the, that's what we've learned here today, is that what, that's what was chosen over me, okay? All right, all right, everybody, for the next one, all right? What was the next possible answer? Okay, she thinks. She, 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 would, she wouldn't know because she wasn't listening to me. All right, here we go. Ahimelech and Abiathar are two different names for one person. Same, this is their second solution that supposedly fixes the problem. Their first one is garbage. This is their next go-to. <laughs> All right. Now, at least for this one, I give them credit. They try to prove it. The other one, they didn't even try to prove. Because th- anyone who just reads 1 Samuel 21 knows that their first solution is complete trash. Okay, I'm not even going to be nice because there's nothing to be nice about. That, one, that first one bothers me. But at least the second one, they try to prove. All right, so, let, so let's just do this really quick. Let's just do this really quick. Everyone grab your Bible dictionaries just really quick. Look up Abiathar, look up Ahimelech. Uh, 
Sarah, if you'll use your Bible dictionary that you have that's different than the others, just look this up really quick. Abiathar and Ahimelech, look up the two entries, have them saved, just have them saved, keep your hand in both, tell me when you have them both. This does not prove anything, but at least I, I want to just do this for, for a beginning place. Do I remember last week? Okay, okay, got you, got you. Okay. All right, you got them both? Okay, now, all I want you to do is look at both just briefly and just does anything, do they say anything about these possibly being the same person? Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Bible dictionaries are con- are absolutely convinced that he was high priest. Right. Do you see anything that says that these are possibly the same person? Even if they even remotely even hint at the possibility. Okay. So we know that. Uh, so I can, I think we can agree. Nelson's Illustrated Bible Dictionary doesn't even hint at it being a possibility. Okay. How about Unger's Bible dictionary that I think Sarah's using? All right. So they don't even mention it as a possibility. Stacy found it in a study Bible. What study Bible? Not a study Bible. I just mean my reference in the middle column here. Okay. Which says, also called Abiathar in Mark 2.26. Okay. So her... Okay. They have a Himalek being called multiple things in different places. Okay. Now, we we, will deal with that, but I just want you to see that at least as soon as we go to the dictionaries, they don't even acknowledge, wait, this is a possible issue. So if I come across a solution and you immediately go, well, wait a minute, most of my reference tools don't even mention it, we, we at least approach it with some form of skepticism. Does that make sense? A little bit of skepticism. But... No matter how skeptical I am, I'm always willing to let that view, I'm always willing to have my mind change, so let's see what they can, do, they can come up with. Here's what they say. Everybody ready? There is evidence to suggest that Ahimelech and Abiathar were two different names for one person. Here is a comparison of 1 Samuel 23, 6. Everyone go there. All right, 1 Samuel 23, 6. Everybody there? Okay, what does it read? All right, so when Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, everybody see that? When Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, that's 1 Samuel 23, 6. Now go to 2 Samuel 8, 17. 2 Samuel 8, 17. And Zadok, the son of Ahiatub, and Ahimelech, the son of Abiathar, were priests, and Sariah was secretary. All right, or scribe, depending on, okay. 
Second Samuel eight seventeen. Do you see a uh, a problem? Right. Abiathar is the son of Ahimelech in 1 Samuel 23, 6, but in 2 Samuel 8, 17, Ahimelech is the son of Abiathar. Now, already, what, what, is this, what does this bring to your mind? Well, just remember their, their argument here is that it's that they're the same person, right? Two names for one person. These two verses would not tell me that it's two names for the same person. This would seem to indicate that they are different people being confused, right? Agree? I mean, in other words, when I read that, you go, oh, this is just one person. This seems to indicate that they're two separate people. Agreed? Or am I missing something? Does does it make sense? Right? I mean, if I I reverse the relationship, right, that doesn't mean that somehow I'm, I'm claiming that they're the same person. I'm claiming that they're two separate people, but there seems to be some confusion on which one's the father and which one's the son. That's far different than... <laughs> well, no, well, there's more, there's more. But I just want to at least... Uh, what I want to demonstrate is that the initial verses they point me to contradicts their claim. But let, let's... Let's see where they go. I'm, I'm a little perplexed that that's what they come up with. Here we go. 1 Samuel 23.6 says that Abiathar was the son of Ahimelech. And 2 Samuel 8.17 says that Ahimelech was the son of Abiathar. Although this could be the result of a copyist error, the most probable explanation is that the two names are interchangeable. The two names are interchangeable. All right. Help me out here, guys. I need your help here. Okay. Well, hang on. Before I read anymore, the names are interchangeable. Now, go back to those two verses. If the names are interchangeable, how does that work? Interesting that that same verse, okay, so the Bible Dictionary, Nelson? Mm-hmm. Okay. But then it, it says Ahimelech, son of Abiathar, in 8.17. Okay, gotcha. So he's saying it's Abiathar and it's yeah. Ahimelech. So they, there's a second verse here that they reference. Okay. First Chronicles 18.16. First Chronicles 18.16. Yeah. Okay. What do we find in that one? Tell me. What do we find? What do we find? Yeah, the dictionary just, we're going to make it, we're going to clean it all up instead of acknowledging the problem. Oh, uh, right. Well, true. So, but I, uh, well, that's another good, well, that's another good point. Okay, so let's, well, let's do this. Okay, before we, we get ahead of ourselves. What I'm trying to figure out is they say the names are interchangeable. All right? So, we take those two verses that we started this off with, right? Where one says uh, uh, Abiathar is the son of Ahimelech, the other one says Ahimelech is the son of Abiathar, right? That tells me that those verses indicate that they're two separate people. Agreed? Okay. They're claiming the names are interchangeable. 
Well, if the names are interchangeable, how do I read those two verses? That I don't understand, like, how, what does it mean that they're interchangeable? Do you, do you see the question I'm asking? They're arguing that these are the, this is just two pe- one person with two names. And the names are just interchangeable. Well, how do I read those verses as just interchangeable names? Because it's not referring to just their names. It's referring to their relationship. The relationship would require them to be two separate people. Now, go back to 1 Samuel 21. Go back to 1 Samuel 21. All right? Now, you, I'm going to have you walk through it. You can tell me which verse we're at when, when I ask you. Okay? Saul comes in and confronts whom? Ahimelech. What verse is that? First Samuel twenty-one eleven. Okay. What? How? Ahimelech is killed. Correct. What verse? Does it, does it mention Ahimelech being killed? This is very, very important. Okay. Right. Escapes. Yeah. All right. Now, you know, you see what I was trying to find. If I could find one that clearly says Ahimelech was killed and then Abiathar escapes. But the fact that it says Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, escaped, once again indicates they're two separate people. Like they're just saying the names are interchangeable, but over and over and over they're mentioned. This not just the name is mentioned here and the name is mentioned here. The names are constantly mentioned what? In relationship. How can that be interchangeable? Do you see the argument I'm trying to make? It still would be two people. It may, they may be confusing the names, right? Like, like there, you, you can be two different people and I call you the wrong name. That doesn't mean that you're the same person. You're one person with two, with, and I'm just assigning two names interchangeably. You're two separate people. Everything in the text tells me they're two separate people over and over and over and over again, right? One escapes. Who, who escapes? The son of. Ahimelech is the, is the son of Abiathar. Abiathar is the son of Ahimelech. Over and over and over, it's re- referencing them as two separate people. I've got to have something more that they're, they're the same person. Does that make sense? Yes. Do what? Two Ahimelechs. Right. Okay, okay, this is a good point. If you go to the Bible dictionary on uh, Ahimelech. Yeah, yeah. There, so there are two people named Ahimelech. There's no question there. At the same time. All right, so that, that is true. There are two people named Ahimelech. So, but there is no, there's no way to make Ahimelech and Abiathar the same person. There's no way to do that. There are two Ahimelechs. So you could try to make some argument of confusing those, but I can't find any argument to, conf- to, to say they're the same person, that Abiathar and Ahimelech are the same person. Here's what they say, right? They qu- now, they, they just throw out the idea. They don't prove it. 
I mean, uh, I mean, they acknowledge that it's possible a copyist error and messing up the names, but they don't do anything to prove it. And then they say this. The authors of the treasury of scripture knowledge, they go to another source. Here, <laughs> this is what they say. The most probable opinion seems to be that both father and son had two names. The father being also called Abiathar, and this appears almost certain, where Ahimelech seems evidently termed Abiathar, while Abiathar is called Ahimelech or Abimelech. What do you mean they're saying two people? The most probable opinion seems that both father and son had two names, the father being called Abiathar. Well, uh, well, wait, they're claiming that they're one person. No, I'm, I'm saying the article is claiming Ahimelech and Abiathar are two different names for one person. That's literally in bold type. Right. Then they, pr- they point to this as proof of that. Right. But what they're, claim- what they're citing doesn't appear to be proving that, is what I'm saying. Or am I missing your argument? They also say later that each of them have two names. Right. Okay, so when they say Ahimelech and Abiathar are two different names for one person, right. they're saying that they're two people who have two, tip, two different names. Okay. Okay. Well, it's just weird the way they, they, the way they are describe it. They describe it as being, uh, because, I mean, they, then they immediately underneath that, they say this. There is evidence to, to suggest that Ahimelech and Abiathar were two different names for one person. Right. But now you're saying they're two different names for two different people. All right. So let's see if, if we can at least, let's go with then Abiathar and Ahimelech were two different names for two different people. All right. Let's say it that way. All right. Now let's see if this works. All right. They're going to offer scripture to try to prove their point. All right. Ready? All right. Yeah. Both of them carried the same names. So two different names for two different people. Does that make sense? Yeah, let's even make it more confusing. Okay, but, all right, but at, least, at least that clarifies it because the way, it, the way they describe it is two different names for one person. But now they're, so, but when you read it, it means two different names for two different people, right? They should have been more clear. All right, but let's see if we can prove the two different names for two different people, all right? Now, this gets, I, I know, this is not helping in any way. Remember they said that this easily solves the problem? I, I don't know, but I mean, it would be... Okay, but let's try this. All right. The most probable opinion seems to be that both father and son had two names. The father being also called Abiathar, and this appears almost certain. Are you ready? Here's the scriptures they prove that proves it. Second Samuel 8.17. Now, does this Second Samuel 8.17 literally prove that they... That, uh, that the father is called Abiathar. Right, that's what... I don't know how this supposedly proves anything. How does this prove that they just have the same name? Well, we do 
Right. I'm trying to follow this. I'm, I'm completely confused here. Right. I, no, I understand that. Okay. Okay. They go to a verse to prove something. Okay. You can't insert your proof as proof. The verse has to prove it. Just because the verse, and one verse says he, uh, Ahimelech is the son of Abiathar, and the next verse says Abiathar is the son of Ahimelech, doesn't prove that they have the same name. It just proves that they've reversed the names in order. Did he try to say there was some other document? No, 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 not another historical document. He went to another source to prove his point and, and, that, and the source he's using. So I, I want to make sure, because so sure, I think there's confusion here. So let's make sure we understand this. Okay, when we say the word proof, what does that mean? This comes to a very important point. When you say this proves something, what does that mean? Then I can look at the verse and go, oh, oh, I see. It's, it's, it's this, it's, this person has two names. Correct? When we, go to, when we go to this verse, it doesn't prove that they have two names. It proves that, th- that these individuals have a relationship. One's father, one's son, right? It proves that there's two individuals who are in a relationship of father and son. And that in different locations, one is identified as the father, one is identified as the son. And then that order is reversed. Is that, can everyone agree with that? How does that prove that they have two different names? That's not proof. You're placing that, exp- that's an explanation. That's not proving your point. You're trying to explain the mistake. That's not proof. Does that make sense? That, that's an, do you understand the difference between proof and explanation? P- proof, I go and go, well, obviously, this is telling me that they have the same name. No, this is not telling me that. This is telling me that these two individuals have a relationship. One, in one verse, one is the father and the son. In the other verse, the son becomes the father and the father becomes the son. How do I, how do I take from that? Oh, no, 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 no. The names are the same. So, okay, so how does this, okay, so I'm a, I'm a Himalek, but I'm also a Biathar. I have a son who is a Himalek, but also a Biathar. Okay. Right. David had a son? Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, we could, we could, we could speculate. Right. 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 Okay, possibly. I mean, there's no proof saying that. Right. But, uh, but okay. Uh, uh, true, that, that, that limits who it could be. That's true. 
Yeah, that, so that, that, that limits it. So, but try, try to follow my logic here because I think I'm confusing people. I want to make sure I'm not. All right, so if I'm a Himalek, but I'm also a Biathar, right? And then I have a son who is a Himalek and a Biathar. I don't, I, I don't know how, I don't know how these verses prove that. Right, well, they're saying that it proves it, that it's proof. Yeah, okay. Well, here's what they say. Here we go. And they, and they says this is certain. They said that we, so let me read this again. Both father and son had two names. The father is called Abiathar, and this appears certain from 2 Samuel 8, 17. Well, I don't see what's certain. Okay. All right, how about First Chronicles eight eighteen sixteen? Yeah, I know. I, know I just want to make sure we look at all their, their verses. I I'm, I just don't know what this supposedly proves. Right, I guess. I, I don't know why we would have to try to make this work. For uh, First Chronicles eighteen sixteen, and what did we find there? Okay. Okay. Now it's Abimelech. Okay. All right. So so now so so now so actually they would have three names. So the father has the name Ahimelech. Well, we don't know who the father is because we don't know which name is. So we have, uh, so, so really each individual, so I, would all the, would both individuals have the name Abiathar, Ahimelech, and Abimelech, right? Oh, well, oh, there's another one. What's another? First Samuel, first Samuel 14, 3. Yeah, first 14, 3. So, so then, so let's make sure we, okay, let's, right, I want someone to write this out to just show you that this is, this is not, this is not working for me. I'm sorry, this is not working for me. Okay, so this is what we would have to say. There are two individuals, right, who apparently can be referred to by four different names, all right? They can be called Ahimelech, they can be called Abimelech. That can be called, what was the other one? Uh, Ahia. Ahia. Or they could be called Abiathar. <laughs> I'm sorry, this does not work. Would everyone agree? Uh, yes, no, does everybody agree that this doesn't work? All right, we're going to have to stop, but we're, we're, this one... This one does not work for me. This does not work. This would not be two different names. This would be multiple names. Right? Because if, if Ahimelech can be called Abiathar, well, he's also referred to as Abimelech and Ahiah. So then that means he has multiple names. And then Abiathar at least would be referred to by one other name, which is Ahimelech. 
I don't know how that supposedly solves anything. I, I, I am baffled by this. I don't think it works. I don't even think it's an explanation. It, th this is the explanation. Well, they can call them whatever they want, and clearly it's, the names are interchangeable. That's just you, just, that's not a solution. That's just you not wanting to deal with the problem. Now, I do agree that there are places in the Bible where you have individuals who have multiple names, right? But typically, it's not where, oh, it's interchangeable with this other person. So, all right, we'll have to stop there. I, I wish we could have gotten further, but... Oh, there's more here, but uh, we, we don't have time to go through it. All right, so we'll stop for now. All right, Lord God, we come before you this morning. Our attempts to explain your word sometimes becomes comical. Forgive us when we come up with absurd solutions uh, that actually make the problem more difficult. Just help us stay committed to finishing this so that we can feel that we have arrived at some kind of conclusion. We ask this in Jesus' name. God's people said.